This one's weird. Well, it's okay. Oh, it's me. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're listening to Being Jim Davis, yeah. the podcast with a tagline spreadsheet that's 100% invulnerable to injection attacks. Because <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. My name is John Gibson. I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. I am Jim Davis. Great. Great and good. Fine. Great. Yeah. It's good and it's great. And, yes, and it's Sunday, (laughs) March 14th, (laughs) Pi Day, 1982. We're reading a Garfield. Which one? Not going to tell you. It's it's occluded. What happens? John. In the Garfield. Yes, you asked that question. And the answer is, in today's Garfield for Sunday, March 14th, 1982, the 1365th ever. (laughs) Sorry, couldn't help it. John, in today's Garfield, okay, let's talk prelusionary panels. Yeah, let's get prelusionary. (laughs) Listeners are familiar with our popular catchphrase, let's get prelusionary. Yeah, so this one... This one has just but a lone, isolated prelusionary panel. Prelusionary panel. You know what, John? Yeah. I don't I don't think this is prelusionary panel alpha. I don't think this is prelusionary panel beta. This is a new one. This is prelusionary panel omega. <laughs> the final prelusionary panel. It could be. It's a single panel. It's regular size. So this is like a nine by nine grid of panels. The first one is prelusionary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has the words Garfield written in, I don't know, what is that? Comic Sans, almost? Um, I, I think that's a proprietary Garfield font. Okay. Garfield Sans. <laughs> um, uh, the, the outline is black. Uh, the letters are red. I don't think it is. Uh, I, I think, I, think, I, think I've, I see some serifs. Yeah. I mean, there are some serifs you know? on there. Or at least, like, the implication. That's what's of, comic of about it, John. It's called Sands, but it has serifs. It's called Sands. It's called Irony. It's in Sandbox. Um, Garfield the Cat. Sands. Sand. No, okay. okay. Garfield the Cat <laughs> is sort of lying down on his stomach on top of the mm-hmm. word Garfield. Um, Ferdinand de Saussure, eat your heart out. Yeah, and he's doing that thing the, the fa- where he's the like... The father of semiotics, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's doing it. He's like... He's... he's he's. It's like he's like playing with his knuckles or something. I, I, I don't know how to describe this, but it's a posture that Garfield uses a lot where it's like he's got one paw sort of like... Oh. One finger. Like I hadn't over, noticed that. Like his index finger is like yeah. touching the top of his other hand. Yeah, it's like... His left hand is playing this little piggy went to market with his right hand. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's finally got to the one that went wee, wee, wee all the way home. 
Mm, Garfield only has that's like why there's only one prelusionary yeah. panel, and he seems satisfied. The rest, the rest of them went home. Yeah. So now yeah. we've got eight panels, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three, three, in, in the rows. Uh, two in row one, three in row two, three in row three. Okay. And John, I'm. I have a. I have a speculation about today's Garfield that I mm-hmm. will reveal when we get to the end. Okay. That's that's exci- that's that's called a, a cliffhanger. I suppose. Yeah. You know, it's a tease. Yeah. That's a tease. That's what yeah. that's called. It's a teaser. So, I one thing that I, I or another thing that that is a bit unusual about today's strip is the it's two-dimensional color patterning. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, go on. You know, like yeah, like uh so what we got is we got we got three purple backgrounds. Followed by four orange backgrounds, uh-huh. followed by another purple background. Yeah. Oh, and I guess the characters are like looking at photos or something. Yeah, shit. I mean There's that's like POV I don't, I don't, shots. I feel like I'm fine with that. I guess that makes sense. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to the way the backgrounds happen in this. Like the the countertop. I I, yeah, I, I I just got that. That's because it's a different camera angle. Yeah. The countertop is consistently rose. The back wall is consistently. Some kind of purple. I don't know what that is. Is that a periwinkle? Yeah. No, it's not a periwinkle. It's like a lavender, maybe. I don't know. Purple. So I guess the in in the uh, the, the the profile shots mm-hmm. or the the wide the wide shots yeah. where we see uh, John and Garfield. That wall is purple, and then I guess it's meant to be that like the wall that we're standing up against in theory is the orange one. Okay. Well, let's let's say what happened. Okay. So whatever. Okay. Panels. One, two, three, and eight are shots of Garfield and John at the countertop, nouveau, stout, nouveau cowpo, right? John mm-hmm. on left, Garfield on right. They're both standing. Nobody's on top of the counter. Uh, panels four, five, six, and seven are close-ups of photographs. We see John's thumb and forefinger holding them, and the background there is orange. And I'm going to speculate, John... That that's just like the way he's looking at them, his posture. That's actually Garfield's big stomach <laughs> as background. Okay. That could be, could be what that is. Doesn't matter. Anyway, panel one, John sa- John's got an envelope. It's yellow. And he says, hey, Garfield, my pictures just came in. And he's excited. Oh, I like that. I like this new this John Arbuckle new, voice. New John Arbuckle. What does Garfield say, John? Sounds a little bit like a wrestling hype guy. <laughs> My pictures came in Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. To which Garfield responds in thought, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I like that he's doing his hand. He's got his forefinger extended, and he's circling it around, like in a sarcastic party move. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. It's like, it's like his, he's illustrating a whoop-de-doo. Yeah. John closes his eyes and smiles. He's removing the photos from the envelope, and he thinks, I love pictures! For the benefit of... Yeah, Garfield... Yeah, oh, sorry, go on. Uh, I was going to say, Garfield looks uh, kind of at the camera, and he thinks, paper memories of plastic people. I was just going to say... Nice turn of phrase. For the benefit of listeners, in the early 1980s, cameras were... um, you would take pictures on film, and then you would send that film to a photography shop to be developed. 
they would transfer the images to paper for you. And it would take like, I don't know, a, a month, years. I forget how long that took. <laughs> it might, yeah, might have been like a month. Um, in panel three, John Arbuckle is looking at the first picture and he's like, what's this? He, the expression on his face is as if he got like someone else's pictures and they're all pornographic. Yeah, and he's seeing pornography for the first time. Yeah, and he doesn't like it. And Garfield looks very pleased. He's like, "What? What? What are those people he's doing?" Like, Check to each out other? this pornography. Then we get some nice POV shots. Yeah, this is John Arbuckle. POV, John Arbuckle. Um, photograph. Don't Google it. Hand fingers Don't holding. It. Okay. Fingers. <laughs> oh God. Do not, listeners, do not Google POV John Arbuckle. Even in incognito mode, do not. Oh, yeah, you'll end up on a watch list. God. Anyway. John, we've been doing this podcast a long time. I have never Googled any sort of Garfield-related pornography, and I never will. Hmm. I never, that is not a thing I ever want to see. So, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure someone else can do it for us. Um, yeah. If I did, though, yeah. I think Irma is probably who I'd go for. Oh, yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. Liz is a little bit too on the nose. Liz is too obvious. Liz is too on the nose. I'm, yeah. I think I have a crush on Irma, in the words of that Maybe favorite like the, song, <laughs> that famous the, song. The Irma, Irma-Liz crossover, you know. Yeah, perhaps. Slash, yeah. slash, slash fic. Yeah. Irma-Liz slash oh. fic. That's definitely out there. Okay. POV, John Arbuckle. Lizerma. Fingers holding. If they were like photo- a celebrity couple, they'd be they'd be Lizerma. Or just Irma's. Irmzerd. Irma's. Um fingers are holding the photo. We see the photo. It's a photo of Pookie sitting on the countertop. It's a different countertop because the counter is green and the wall is blue. But it's not outside, it's a countertop. That's not grass and sky. That's that's a countertop. Yeah. Or a table. It's, I, you know, I, it's, is it weird to see John's fingernail? It really is. Cause these, I don't know why. Fingers like, are should John have them. more realistic than I'm used to. Like that yeah. doesn't look like John Arbuckle's, it, that's a thumb, right? Like, it's a thumb. It's a yeah. Thumb. It's, that, yeah. It's a thumb and then an index finger on the back. Yeah. It's worth stating that John Arbuckle is doing what you're not supposed to do here, which is like he's smooshing his thumb right on the... But you're supposed to hold the picture by the rim so you don't get your fingerprints yes. all over it. Your oil is you from your finger. Up. He's just smooshing his thumb all over these photos. Yeah, although, in, you know, he doesn't seem to care about these photos. Yeah. These, but you're right, John. That thumb is depicted highly realistically. It's like a, you know, like how Ren and Stimpy used to do those insert mm. shots where they were like wildly, you know, detailed compared to the rest of the show. I do not, but I take your word for it. Okay. It's, it's like, okay. Adventure Time does the same thing. Recently started watching that. Take your word really for good. it. I've heard it's good. Take your word for it. John, I don't know if you've, as long as we're talking about fun cartoon shows that adults can enjoy, I don't know if you've heard of this BoJack Horseman show. Oh, look. Yeah. Look. Yeah. When oh, I we, tell we you talk he's about a horse, show. you'll be like, oh, I'm not really interested in that. I don't care about horses. But he's actually more of a person. Mm. 
You're interested in people. How does that work? Well, he's friends with people, and I think he fucks a cat. Um, <laughs> I think he fucks a lot of When you of put it animals. that way, God. It is. Wow. Okay, getting back to the Garfield. Dark. Yes. Within the context of the narrative, it seems like that's supposed to be John Arbuckle's thumb. But. Clearly. But it's so realistic. It's I don't you know I, he went to the trouble of drawing the uh, the cuticle yeah or is that not yeah that's the cuticle not right? the cuticle but the like the the part listeners what are the parts of the finger <laughs> <laughs> the like the the part of the nail just before the cuticle where there's like you can see like a different there should be a different coloration under the surface it should be white right yeah wider um yeah yeah he didn't he didn't he didn't they didn't they didn't do different colors it's just no, like the there's color a line is fucked that. up yet again yet again well but even like that that the edge of the fingernail there at the outer uh-huh. edge is slightly lighter right is that slightly lighter or is that a is that a well what is yeah what is that so is that the a, outer is that edge a, a optical illusion is my mind telling me that it's the uh, the nail does not extend to the end of the finger. Okay, John. It stops short. John. But then there's also yeah. a band. Uh-huh. There, there's a band at the very end. Uh-huh. Like, which you would see if it went past okay. the finger, right? I think, I think, John, I think what you're referring to is the distal edge. Yes, I googled parts of yeah. fingernail. <laughs> yeah. The you distal see, edge. Yeah, we see, we, John, we see very clearly depicted here, not just the distal edge, but also the nail plate. And the lumula, the na- oh, I think that's. I need to. Lun- sorry, the lunula, lunula. That's count, that's that, 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 that little half moon thing on the on the uh, near end of the fingernail. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lunula, baby. Um, yeah, Sh- show us your lun- <laughs> listeners. Show us your lunulas. Yeah, the lunula is what I was talking about. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking yeah. about the distal edge. The distal edge. The distal it's edge not is on the, the line at the, that I'm at the edge at. of the fingernail. Are you the... talking about the hyponychium? I'm talking about the distal edge, motherfucker. This, this, this diagram no has, has free edge. There's a hyponychium? There's nail, nail plate, hyponychium, free edge. Free edge. And then there's also, Chris, there's also the perionychium. <laughs> And the eponychium. Well, of okay, the hyponychium is is the an area of the epithelium, like the thickened portion of the epithelium underlying the free edge of the nail plate. Uh, we both agree that its proximal border is immediately I, distal <laughs> to the distal limit of the nail bed, right? Also known as the onychodermal band. The hyponychium, Chris, uh-huh. is the skin that forms the seal between the nail plate and the nail bed where the free edge begins. Oh, the line along the yeah. interface of the nail bed and the nail plate? Yeah, it's very vascular and sensitive, so you should avoid aggressively cleansing <laughs> under the free edge with implements. Sean, don't tell me which, what parts of my body I should and shouldn't aggressively cleanse with free implements. <laughs> now, let me tell you why. Not only is it painful and it's going to bleed a lot if the skin is cut... But if you damage the hyponychium, that, you can get onco- on- 
<clears throat> Uncle Isis. You said or the Uncle lifting of the nail Oatmeal. Plate. On, uh, oh, oh, sorry. Onicolysis, uh-huh. uh, which is the lifting of the nail plate from the nail bed, leaving the area susceptible to infections and fungus. So fuck that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's a free country, John. If I want, if I want to aggressively cleanse a part of my body, I'm going to do it. Okay, then you it know? says here, sometimes it's not, called it's not the up, distal John, edge. it's not up to the governor of Wisconsin doesn't get to say which parts of my body I do no, and don't No, but it is up to the fucking clean. Supreme Court of Wisconsin. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna aggressively clean the parts of my body that I want to, and that's my right as an American. So, so yeah, the free edge is it says here sometimes called the distal edge. I don't know why they don't always call it that. Listen, I feel like we it sounds. Cool. I feel like we should be issuing a warning to our listeners. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Shut up! Shut up! Okay. The 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 closing of this article. Uh-huh. They, like, 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 <laughs> the, like, call to action. Every yes, article on the hyponychium must end with a call to... It, John, do you uh, mean no, a call to adventure? The, you know, the, is this, this is this the www.nailpro.com? Yeah, it's, it's like the uh, hero's... Slash nail dash anatomy. It's like the hero's journey, John, but for fingernails. It starts with a call the, to action. The, the call to action uh-huh. at the end. It says, what part of the nail do you find the most challenging to pronounce? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us in the comments below. That is a call to adventure. And then, and then uh, you scroll down. Mm-hmm. Zero comments. John, I feel like we do need to issue a caution to our listeners. A lot of mm-hmm. the information I was relating was from the Wikipedia article, Hyponychium. It's worth mm-hmm. mentioning that that article does not cite any sources. And so we do need to be aware that it may not be as as reliable as we'd like for it to be. I, I suspect that that article was funded by Big Nickium. Could have been by Hyper Nickium. Oh, Nickium. Whatever. Is there a Hyper Nickium? Um, you know, there's okay. So there's the Hypo Nickium, which is at the which is connects the nail bed to the to the distal edge. There's the Perio Nickium, which is the side. And then there's the eponychium, which is the base. I'm confused about this. Um, when I, on the Wikipedia article, hyponychium, it has an illustration. Like it shows mm-hmm. all the parts of the fingernail and like nail plate and cuticle and nail fold and nail matrix and nail bed are all labeled. The one that's not labeled is hyponychium. So the picture does mm-hmm. not make clear what the hyponychium is. Chris, I'm now sharing my screen with you. I appreciate that. Does that answer your questions? Um, that's what I thought the hyponychium was. Yeah, you got the hyponychium. It's between the, the free edge and the nail the plate. Yeah. Or it's really, it's part of the nail plate, right? I, 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 uh, uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a thing over here called the matrix. What's up with that? Mm, don't ask. Anyway. Okay, so um, John is looking at these pictures. Oh, we the didn't... first picture, okay. which is in panel four, is just a Pookie sitting there, and then the next picture. I'm assuming that these are a succession of pictures, rather than it's one picture and it keeps changing because someone is changing the past. Mm. Could be either way, honestly. Um, first picture <laughs> is just Pookie. Second, Odie pops there because like someone. Re- prevented his grandfather from being murdered <laughs> um and then in the third picture it's still Odie and pookie but Odie's grinning and in the fourth picture 
Odie and Pookie are there, and now Garfield is clearly doing. It's like he's taking a selfie. Was yeah. that a thing think, back I in think... 1982? Did Jim Davis invent the selfie? I suspect that that term was not coined yet, but I don't know. Like I feel like that wasn't a thing you could easily do with cameras in the early 80s. Like take a hold the camera out and click and point it at you and click it to take a photo of yeah. yourself. Yeah, it was difficult because like you couldn't see I mean like until they had like digital, you know. Well, yeah, like one you couldn't see yeah. the you couldn't see it. But two like the cameras were way bigger and harder to hold. Like, how would you, you know? 2002 is the first known use of the word. Mm. It says in this article... That's according to Wikipedia. It says in this article, the first selfie, referred to as a self-portrait at the time, has been credited to Robert Cornelius <laughs> in 1839. 1839. Yeah. He produced a daguerreotype of himself. And then you, you have unidentified woman taking her picture in a mirror circa 1900. Oh, yeah. Check that out. I wonder. Yeah. It does, I don't think it says who took the first nude selfie. That's what we want to know, right? <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought that was understood. Yeah. Oh, the macaque selfie. I forgot about that. I mean, that's going to be a nude one for sure. Good night, folks. That's showbiz. It's a lady macaque. Okay. In panel eight, John Arbuckle is looking at the pictures. He's holding. Okay, it was clearly several because there are three now face down on the countertop, and he's holding that one of Garfield. So this was three separate photos, not a single photo showing us that the past is being changed. And John Arbuckle is saying. You've been playing with my camera again, haven't you, Garfield? To which Garfield responds in thought, Who, me? The Leonardo da Vinci of the Shutterbug set? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's way too wordy. That's way too... <laughs> no, just that that particular construction. Mm-hmm. Haven't we heard that? Haven't we seen that before? The something of the something set? I think that's a thing people say. The something of the something set. That's that's. I know. I'm just. I want to remember the specific the Garfield, Garfield reference. Uh, I'm not going to scroll through all. Yeah, I'm not scrolling 1, through them. Thousand four hundred and whatever. Um. Three hundred and whatever. Yeah, I do. The X of the Y set. Yeah, I, I'm sure you're right. I think you're right. I think that has been used in Garfields before. Um. I don't recall the specific instance. John, if you remember like a million years ago when we started this episode, mm-hmm. I issued a teaser. I said I had a sort of a question that I was going to raise once we had got all the way through. Once once the rest of the tontine is, mm-hmm. is dead. And I can now reveal that I've forgotten what that was. I know I said <laughs> it, but I don't remember what I was oh, going to say. What a letdown. <laughs> Honestly, can't. I had forgotten about it too, Cannot so I remember. wasn't like I wouldn't have been let down, except you remember you reminded me. Well, I don't want people to be you know tweeting me angrily like you didn't say the thing you said you were going to say. That's true. So I, I didn't. just googled the phrase "the Leonardo da Vinci of the Shutterbug set." It's a good, reasonable thing to Google. And I found uh, I found a live journal mm-hmm. by uh, Jonathan Brown, uh-huh. uh, username Booty Brown. Yep. Um, this is a post from May eighth, two thousand five. The Leonardo da Vinci of the Shutterbug set strikes again. What? And there's a photo of him 
there's a photo of him holding up a, a like a Playboy centerfold as though you were looking at it um, mm-hmm. with like a bowl of cereal in front of himself and a Mr. T box, a box of Mr. T cereal. This all seems great. It's going to be in show notes. Yeah, I'd like to see in it show in the show notes. Yeah. Um, um, oh. I could share my screen, but I don't really feel like it. No, I don't think it's necessary. John, I remembered what I was going to say. I have a speculation about this Garfield. And here's what it is. As you well know, John, as you well know, in past Sunday Garfields, the past several months, maybe, I don't know, year, I don't know how long it's been going on, prelusionary panels have occupied the whole top row of, of panels, right? The mm-hmm. prelusionary panel alpha is like two panels wide, and it's the word Garfield with stars and some shit. And prelusionary panel beta is all the Garfield characters, as if they're being standing there as if they're being photographed. And like the narrative Garfield begins on row two, right? Th- that that is all correct. What I am suggesting to you is that that's still happening. That panels <laughs> panels. What this book presupposes <laughs> is <laughs> no. What I'm suggesting, John. Well, because because we know what that meant. That meant like some newspapers were choosing to just just uh, publish the narrative Garfields, and some included mm. the prelusionaries. I see where you're going with this. I think these first two narrative panels are throwaways. Like, they're sort of self-contained jokes that relate to the narrative, but you could start on narrative panel three, oh. and it would make sense. Huh? I thought... Okay, yeah, I think you're right. I thought you were going to say mm-hmm. that this represented, like... Uh, like, or it symbolizes, like, a coming gradual change mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Garfield's power, like... <laughs> As a cultural phenomenon. Okay. You know, that, like, now Jim Davis can, can like, force newspapers to carry the whole oh, thing. Oh. I don't think that's... But I think you are yeah, right. I don't think Jim Davis yeah. cares how much of it they carry, as long <laughs> as he gets that sweet, sweet money. Um, yeah. But I, well, I think that's I what's mean, happening. He's doing a little more with the form. Yeah, he's working a now, little harder. You know? Like, he could... Like, he's doing... He's putting some jokes in the prelusionary panels. Yeah, like Bill Watterson does. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, almost every other comic did, instead of just having sure. the name Garfield really I, wide but with I th- stars. I think Bill Watterson was really good at it. Bill was Watterson was good very, at it. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, Bill Watterson was a, a true artist, unlike, um, well, look, I'm not going to... Leonardo da Vinci. Unlike Leonardo da Vinci. Hack. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, he's putting some jokes in there. The only other thing... I think of note is when you read these in sequence in panel narrative panel two, John Arbuckle says, I love pictures and Garfield replies paper memories of plastic people. And he's like, he's insulting the people in the picture, right? But it turns out to be himself. Yeah. And he should know that. He should know that these are, it's just pictures of yeah, him well, and Odie you know, and Pookie. As you said, you know, since it takes a month or whatever to get it's your true. photos it does back. It take a long know, maybe time. Maybe he forgot that he did this prank. Maybe Maybe so. he was on a bender and he, you know, he doesn't remember mm, it. Now. Yeah. And in the, in the fifth picture, the fifth picture is just of Garfield's ass. It's just he's taking yeah. a picture of his own ass. I uh, I, I also kind of like that, that, that panel where he says paper memories of plastic people. That's just a good turn of phrase. It's a nice one, yeah. He's, I mean, he's really... You know? Garfield I is, think he's, he's the Leonardo da Vinci of the poetic set. Yeah. 
So he's taking a step back, and he's. I, I think it's, you know, a little self-reflective. Mm. You know, because I think maybe he does remember. Yeah, maybe that those so. are his photos, and he's he's saying this with John and with all of mm. us. Like we are all of us, just you know, little people going about our 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 lives and taking photos, and selfies. And- That's fun, John. I've I've just uh, I've scrolled ahead hmm. a few a few Sundays, and yeah, it's definitely the first. The first row is like throwaway gags or preclusionary panels, and the narrative yeah. narrative starts with row two. So that's fun. Cool. If it's not, it's not fun. Actually, I don't know why I said it was fun. There's nothing fun about that. It's, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's just, exciting that we're getting more like more varied content i do like yeah the preclusionary panels not just being the same whole row every time which seemed so lazy yeah anyway yep anyway i think we're done uh, I think that's all. did i host this i one? think you did no yes okay all right yes okay on we go you've been listening to being jim davis mm-hmm. there are no good taglines left oh Please rate, review, and subscribe. No, there's none left. Sorry. Apple Podcasts, the podcatcher of your choice. Please submit more taglines. That's a thing you can do. You can you can go to our website, beingjimdavis.com. Submit your own tagline. Submit your own theme music. Sign up to co-host the show. Or send us photographs of your fruit clock or your ghost or your whatever. I don't know. John, I just want to clarify. Are we still doing that? I, I'm, just, no, I'm just looking at the taglines uh, tab on this spreadsheet that lists the most. There have been some recent submissions and there are really some quality submissions. So yeah, there actually are some good taglines left. We just chose not to read them. <laughs> that was the, the first false tagline. Mm. Well, there had Let's to be a first one. First of many. had to be a first one sometime. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Thank you and good night. I think we're done. Yep. Thanks. Good night. This is a this is a fun one. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows <laughs>